0: and make decisions rooted on what we truly want. Not that bad things can't happen, right? But we're not limiting those opportunities and stopping ourselves before we even get that gift. I mean, fear is so detrimental. Fear goes beyond just an emotional of, oh, I'm not going to make that phone call for that potential PR thing because I think maybe they'll say no. Fear becomes deep into our body. It disrupts our nervous system. It disrupts our endocrine system. It throws off the parasympathetic and the sympathetic system. It drops your immune system. Um, it incre- when you have a lot of fear, your pain tolerance goes down. Fear can give you eating disorders. Fear can give you sleep disorders. I mean, we know medically that so many horrible things happen when our body is filled with fear. And so... When you talk about the fearless creator, I I think sometimes you say that, oh, I'm just going to be fearless. And we don't really understand there's such a deep, deep psychological, emotional, physical piece of fear that most people live in every day and don't even realize it. And it's even that fear of like, okay, I'm going to call that prospective client and I'm afraid to pick up the phone because I'm afraid they're going to say no. Or I'm at an event, like I'm going to a networking event tonight, right? And people, they go and you see somebody and you think, oh, I really want to go talk to that person. They might be a great connection, but who am I? Why would they want to talk with me? It's this fear of I might be judged. I might be told no. I might look foolish. You know, I mean, we know that the fear of public speaking is like people fear public speaking more than they fear death. And as a creative and as an artist, we have to go out and publicly speak and say, This is what I'm doing. This is how you can find me. That could even be showing up at a networking event and having to do a one minute introduction. That's public speaking. And people are terrified. So think of all the opportunities that are missed because we're afraid so I think for me I I, fortunately I did not have that fear in my business starting out but also that defining moment has now lasted the rest of my life that every decision I make it will never be based on fear it is just who I choose to be and how I choose to show up in life and and I think it's a decision I think fear is a decision
1: Hello, Fearless Creator. I'm so glad that you're tuning into this episode today. Maya, you in for a treat. As you've heard, just a snippet of the in-depth conversation that took place around facing fear and having fun in the face of fear, which is actually going to be Tara's presentation topic. She talks about community and how you're going to be able to take advantage of growing your own community since she's grown her community to 35,000 plus people and she has lived it, she's learned it and she has proven how to do it in all of the different ways on multiple platforms and so you're going to want to make sure to bring out your paper, your notebook, your pens and of course you'll be able to get all of the information and takeaway at the very end. You'll have access to workbook and so many more amazing, amazing resources coming to you. As you know, we're preparing for the summit so we're so, so glad you're here. And let's enjoy this show together. Hello, fearless creators. I'm so excited to have with me here today, Tara, and she's going to be sharing some incredible ways that you can choose fun in the face of fear. Do you want to go from maybe being fearful and not being sure about how you want to go about creating content, building community and business? You're definitely going to want to tune in to this session and learn more from our encounter incredible guest and speaker and presenter, Tara today. And I'm so excited as we're going to share a little bit more about her and the incredible work that she's doing. Tara has spent over 23 plus years in leadership development, leading a team of women across the nation. She holds a degree in theater, has a background in improvisation, and is both counseling practitioner and REBT certified. She is the founder of Hey Girl, You can, a community of 30,000 women from around the world. Tara is a sought after top five speaker, The author of Making Cancer Fun, A Parent's Guide, Amazon number one new release, and has been featured to Running Your Own Business. She's been featured on MSNBC, GMA, 5280, and Reader's Digest, to name a few. She's also a contributing author on Every Entrepreneur's Guide to Running Your Own Business, contributor to Conquer Magazine, The Patient's Voice, and can be heard on podcasts worldwide. We're so blessed. Blessed and honored to have you here with us today, Tara. Welcome. Oh, Stacey, I'm so excited to talk with you. Yes, so excited to have you share your wisdom. One of the things we absolutely love to find out from our fearless creator featured speakers is what does it mean to you to be a fearless creator?
0: Oh, I love that. Well, one, I love the creator concept because I really believe that we are all creators and that we are made to create, right? That we create with our words, we create with what we say, we create with our energy that we're constantly creating. And I don't know that we really step back and think of the power that we hold as creators, right? Like we use that as a term that some people are creators and I don't believe that. I believe that we're all creators. We actually create our lives by our thoughts, by what we speak, by how we show up in the world. And so to do that fearlessly, I think is to do that boldly is to stand and really be authentic and true to who we are. And I think the biggest part of the fearless is the releasing of the judgment, the judgment of other people, our parents, society, our culture, our spouses. What will people think if we actually just stand there and create from our own truth, right? And so to be fearless, I think it means that you also, outside of being bold and audacious and stepping out, is that you need to be willing to let go of all of the judgment, the judgment from other people, but also, and this has been the biggest one probably for me, is the judgment of ourselves. That we usually judge ourselves more than we judge anybody else, right? And so to be fearless, it's kind of like that stepping out. As we're talking, I'm kind of going, I'm a big word person. so I'm like, oh, I have to go and, and look at does fear come from. So this is my nerdy fact that I tell everybody this is my embarrassing fact. This is like not first date info. I was the president of the Latin club in my high school. (laughs) And I actually like placed on the national Latin exam when I was in school. And so I love words because words create, right? We talk about being a fearless creator. A big part of that is the words that we speak and that, and the words that we tell ourselves. So while you're talking, I'm like, I got to go look up fear. What does fear come from? So it's really interesting. It comes, if you go all the way down to the bottom, the pie, the basic verbal root of uh, the word comes from actually to risk, to try, to risk. And it had to do with this idea of sudden danger or sudden attack. And so if if you break it all down, yeah, it's to risk. And I think I did not know that until we're talking, but I think that's so interesting because to be fearless means that you are taking a little bit of a risk you're stepping out and you're saying, I'm going to take a risk that I'm going to show the world what I've got. And I'm not going to be afraid that it won't be accepted or that people won't like that. Or or even if they don't, right? That this is what I'm here for. I'm here to create. it's okay if everybody doesn't get me. It's okay if everybody doesn't love what I'm creating, right? Oh, now I'm really liking that that fear, that risk. (laughs) It comes from a a verbal root of P-E-R. to try to
1: risk. Wow, that was so beautiful and so in-depth. Really appreciate you breaking that down. Your perspective of even releasing yourself from judgment. I never thought of that idea that a lot of times, especially as creatives, as content creators, sometimes we are the harshest of critics to ourselves. And of course, judging ourselves, sometimes comparing ourselves. And I love what you said, just really being able to even take a risk on the idea, um, a risk on the vision, a risk on the words that you really put out there, maybe even with an idea of what you're going to fearlessly create. Absolutely love that. I'd love for you to share, Tara, how did you decide what it is that you would fearlessly create?
0: So I don't know that it's so much for me of what I would fearlessly create. I think there was a turning point in my life where I chose that I would just never be in fear again. So there are really two different things for me. So one is a core value of who I choose to be in the world. And then one is, how does that translate into my business? So I started my first business 20 years old. And I don't know that I had a lot of fear at the time because I was so young. I didn't really know, right? I didn't have a lot of confidence. I didn't have a lot of confidence that I would be good at that. I knew that I knew nothing about business, but I was very teachable. I was very coachable. I got into a company that had a lot of mentorship. I became a great student. I studied. I mean. I invested a lot of time up front in learning how to build a business, in learning how to market, in learning how to work with customers. I had very poor people skills in learning people skills, in learning... I didn't know anything about sales. And I don't care what business you are in. And my background is actually in theater. That's what I went to school for. And I learned very early on, there were a lot of very talented, incredibly talented people, but they didn't know the business of acting. They didn't know how to, quote, sell themselves. They didn't know how to market themselves. And so they had all this talent, but nobody was hiring them, right? So I learned early on, part of being a creator, particularly if you're an artistic creator or a business is you have to know how to market yourself. So I get into this business and I learn how to market myself and I learn how to do all of that. And so I don't remember a lot of fear in that. I do remember fear in my life. And what I mean by that is I went through, the kind of on a personal note, I went through a very horrific domestic violence divorce when my daughter was not quite two. And Talk about fear. You know, I lived a season in my life where like I slept with my windows closed and I was dealing with restraining orders and police at my house regularly. And a person who actively was like, I want to kill you, right? (laughs) That is real fear. That is not imagined fear. That is real fear. And I remember standing in my living room and Stacey was a defining moment. You guys have that. You have moments in your life that become defining moments that define who you are now forever, right? And I had a defining moment. I'm standing in my living room And I had been so filled with fear that year, constantly. And fear is exhausting, right? Fear is draining. Fear stops us from being able to show up fully. And I was tired. And I remember in that moment thinking to myself, you know, I had been married in this horrible relationship for seven, eight years. And I thought I have given seven or eight years to this person. And every day that I choose to live in fear, I'm giving one more day to that person. And I will absolutely refuse to give this person one more day of my life. And if they show up and they decide to kill me, there's not much you can do about it, right? But I'm not going to give up one more day of my life. And it became such a stand in the ground that I would never let fear rule my choices, rule my decisions, rule how I show up in life. And it's been so interesting because now this was probably over a decade ago. And this past year in the pandemic and seeing how people have been so filled with fear and it's affected how they have chosen to do life. And I kept that core value early on. I will be proactive. I will be, you know, make appropriate choices, but I will never choose fear. And so that one decision has had a ripple effect. And I think it's so powerful when we make decisions that are just rooted in who we choose to be. And just imagine, imagine what your life would be like if you chose to never be afraid again. Because I really believe fear is a choice. You know, you can feel fear, right? Sometimes we feel afraid, but it's a choice of whether or not we're going to stay in that and let that and react to that, right? And so I choose not to react to fear when I feel afraid. I choose to respond, you know, say, okay, how do I want to handle this? What's appropriate? But I'm not going to let the fear control me. And so that includes business, that includes relationships, that includes choices. Like one thing I've made a decision is I will never make decisions when I'm based in fear. And so when it comes to business, how many times are we making decisions based on fear? Fear of, well, what if this doesn't go well? Fear of, what if that person says no? Fear of, what if I I end up looking like a fool? Fear of, what if I say the wrong thing? And I wonder how many times do we miss out on opportunities simply because we made a decision that was rooted in fear. And when we can move out of fear and make decisions rooted on what we truly want, not that bad things can't happen, right? Right. But we're not limiting those opportunities and stopping ourselves before we even get that gift. I mean, fear is so detrimental. Fear goes beyond just an emotional of, oh, I'm not going to make that phone call for that potential PR thing because I think maybe they'll say no. Fear becomes deep into our body. It disrupts our nervous system. It disrupts our endocrine system. It throws off the parasympathetic and the sympathetic system. It drops your immune system. Um, When you have a lot of fear, your pain tolerance goes down. Fear can give you eating disorders. Fear can give you sleep disorders. I mean, we know medically that so many horrible things happen when our body is filled with fear. And so when you talk about the fearless creator, I I think sometimes you say that, oh, I'm just going to be fearless. And we don't really understand. There's such a deep, deep psychological, emotional, physical piece of fear that most people live in every day and don't even realize it. And it's even that fear of like, okay, I'm going to call that prospective client and I'm afraid to pick up the phone because I'm afraid they're going to say no. Or I'm at an event, like I'm going to a networking event tonight, right? And people, they go and you see somebody and you think, oh, I really want to go talk to that person. They might be a great connection, but who am I? Why would they want to talk with me? It's this fear of I might be judged. I might be told no, I might look foolish. You know, I mean, we know that the fear of public speaking is like people fear public speaking more than they fear death. And as a creative and as an artist, we have to go out and publicly speak and say, this is what I'm doing. This is how you can find me. That could even be showing up at a networking event and having to do a one minute introduction. That's public speaking. And people are terrified. So think of all the opportunities that are missed because we're afraid. So I think for me, fortunately, I did not have that fear in my business starting out, but also that defining moment has now lasted the rest of my life. That every decision I make, it will never be based on fear. It is just who I choose to be and how I choose to show up in life. And and I think it's a decision. I think fear is a decision.
1: Wow. That was so beautiful. So much gem. I was just taking a mental note. I wish I was taking notes. And of course, knowing that we're going to be having our workbook, those who are watching live and of course, enjoying the podcast episode, they'll be able to really follow along and take notes because from a lot of what I heard you share, it's this idea sometimes where you do have to even put a face to fear and say, you don't belong here or maybe embracing that fear and saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to lean in to this moment I'm going to take that risk and I'm going to still show up because what you did and what you're doing as a tremendous leader which we'll get into later even with the community that you you've built you know on clubhouse with hey girl you know yes you can um hey girl you can there we go <laughs> And just knowing that there are so many reasons why people decide that they're just going to maybe remain silent and not live to their full potential, not use their voice. I mean, as a speaker, I know you are a TEDx speaker and I'm sure a lot of us who are listening and watching this, maybe that's your goal. You know, one of your bucket list items is to be a TEDx speaker, is to be able to captivate an audience and sharing your story. I'm so appreciative that you were so vulnerable with us today, Tara, even sharing your own personal story that I know was not easy to go through, but you faced that fear and you decided to even lean into that and to share that with others to let them know, hey, yes. You can do this in spite of all that you've been through. You can use that as a stepping stone. You can use that as something to propel you to your destiny. And I'm so appreciative as I'm sure everyone that's listening in today is appreciative that you didn't allow that to stop you, to hinder you and to prevent you from walking in your purpose and speaking up and showing out, you know, showing up for all of us. So thank you for that. I want you to share. You've shared a little bit already of what? being a fearless creator means to you and how you decide what you're going to fearlessly create. I'd love for you to share with us, how do you go about planning? We always like to find out a routine or a way that you go about being able to prepare yourself to go through that process of maybe fearlessly creating that speech as a speaker or whatever it is that you fearlessly create in this season.
0: Yeah. So I think part of, for me at least, and I I will speak for you, I think part of being a fearless creator, particularly being a creator. So we need to know ourselves. And it's interesting. People will ask me, I recently had somebody ask me, well, what's your morning routine? And I was like, oh, girl, you don't want to know the answer to that. I have like very little morning routine, right? And then there's people who teach, like, this is the magic morning routine. So I think a big part of it has, as I've gotten older, is realizing that to be in creation, we need to be in really good alignment, right? We need to be in a good spiritual alignment. We need to be in alignment with the universe and the energy. And that comes from knowing who we are and what fills us up and understanding that we probably have been conditioned from children to be afraid. So I think of a little kid and and they go to do something. And what is that? What does your mom or dad say to you? Be careful, be careful. So we're told even as little children, like life is scary. Be careful. Don't get hurt. And then all of a sudden we grow up and we're like, I want to create something. And this little voice is going be careful, be careful. Don't get hurt. Don't get hurt. Right? You know, when my daughter was little, I used to always say to her, I would never say be careful because I thought you can't be careful in life. You can't step out of your comfort zone and be careful all the time. You've got to take what we're talking about, risks. So I would always say to her, be mindful, be mindful. It it drives her crazy. Even now she's a teenager. She's like, mom, stop with the be mindful. (laughs) But I was like, you can't always be careful. I just want you to be mindful about what you're doing and be aware of what you're doing. But I want you to be able to take a risk. And I want you to grow up knowing that there's going to be risks. The only place that's not risky is stuck in your little comfort zone where nothing good happens. And there's, I call it the comfort zone and then the God zone. The God zone is where you step out of your comfort zone and you kind of trust the God and the universe has your back. And that's where all the miracles happen, right? That's the miracle zone. And so I want to, every day, I want to be stepping out of that comfort zone. But in order to do that, in order to be in a place where you're fearless, I think you need to be so rooted and grounded. So for me, a big part of that is I'm a Christian. There's a very strong spiritual tie for that to me, which means reading and praying and meditating and being connected to, to my creator and to God and to feel grounded in that then allows me to be able to create from a place that's not just in my head, but that's truly in my heart and my spirit coming through. I pray a lot openly for discernment, for wisdom and discernment of where, because particularly as a creator, and if you're a creator who has a, a lot of different gifts, there's probably a lot of things that you could do well, right? There's a lot of places that you could put your time and energy into, into creating. And so I spend a lot of time praying for discernment of, If there's seven different options in front of me, which is the one that I should be choosing? Where should I invest my time? Where should I put my energy? I often think to myself, well, God already knows what he wants me doing. I just got to figure it out. (laughs) I just need to be open. So for you, you know, that might be that you spend time walking in nature. That might be time that it's important to listen to music. That might be that it's time that's important to be reading or focusing on a personal development book. I also know there are things that stop me from being creative and stop me from being fearless. And so my question is, do you know what stops you? I will tell you the number one thing that stops me from being creative and being my best self is social media. I get onto social media and I see everybody else's Instagram and they're beautiful and they have filters and they kind of look like your background. They're all beautiful and aesthetic. And everybody, right, is more talented. They're prettier. They have better families. Their pets are cuter. Their spouses love them more. Their children are more talented. They've achieved more. I mean, there's no way you can scroll through social media and not feel like poop afterwards and then think, oh, I'm going to create something amazing. So I know that I have to really limit and whether that's Facebook or whether that's you're looking at. So you need to know like what shuts you down. Also, are you an introvert or an extrovert? Where do you get your energy? People think there's this kind of misleading idea that an introvert is shy, that it's a bad thing to be an introvert. That's not what being an introvert is. An introvert is just what if you think of a plug. If I was going to plug you in and you were a light source, what plug do you need? So an introvert needs to be plugged in alone. They need downtime. They need alone time to regroup. My daughter's an introvert. She needs time in her room alone to recharge and plug herself in. I'm an extrovert. I need to be around people. I need other people there. I need to feed off of their energy. So one thing I realized years ago was that it was important to me to make sure once a week I had something scheduled that was some kind of social outlet, whether it was just going out with a bunch of girls going to a networking event where there are going to be people there, going to a yoga class, but going someplace that there were people and not feeling guilty about that. Not feeling guilty of getting a babysitter for my daughter and going out and hanging out with friends and going to happy hour because that is my plug. And when we're charged, then our creative juices can flow, right? When you're drained, you can't create. You can't create from an empty cup, right? You you, you think of yourself as a what? I think I use the image of a watering can. And we want to pour out our creation. We want to pour out our business, our goal, our dreams, our art, or whatever we're creating. But if we're empty, we have nothing to pour out. What is the hose that fills you? So that hose is maybe that water comes from time alone. Maybe that water comes, time, you know, you take a walk, you're in nature. Maybe that water comes from going to a concert and being with a bunch of people and you know, like what fills you. And so what fills me may not fill you. What I do to get grounded for me writing Writing is a big one, journaling. And there's some interesting studies because I do both. I both type and I also write. And I think since we don't write anymore, now when I write, I notice how horrible my handwriting is <laughs> because we never write anymore. But there is research that shows that the the brain to the hand to the pen does something different chemically than typing. So one thing I tell myself, I'm like, I need to journal more. Maybe cooking. Maybe just sitting and cooking is something that relaxes you and gets you going. That you're like, okay, now I'm in a place where I can, I can create. So I know for me, certainly taking the time to meditate, to pray. When I do that consistently, I notice my life and creating is easier for me. And when I don't do that consistently, which is probably, unfortunately, more often than not, if I'm open, you know, life doesn't, it doesn't flow as easily. Work feels harder. Creation feels harder. I feel like I'm more in my head trying to figure things out versus just letting things come through. And, and again, as a Christian, creation, I love when you talk about creation, because to me, this is super aligned with, you know, if you believe that God spoke the world into existence and you are made in his creation, then guess what? Everything you speak, creates. Like that is just, we don't understand the power of just what we say. Even saying, hey, I'm going to do this. Or, hey, this is what I'm working on. And I, going back to what we talked about before, Stacy, I think the reason we don't speak into creation what we want is because we're so afraid of the judgment. Of people saying that's crazy. Nobody's ever done that before. I mean, think about the. T- I'm not a runner, but we know that like the 10 minute mile, it, that you can run a mile in 10 minutes. I mean, that was like nobody had ever run a mile in 10 minutes. That was like, oh my gosh, who would think that you could run a mile in 10 minutes? That's crazy. And now we know that people break that all the time, and that's like the standard. And really, it's trying to get below that, right? So I always think one. I think a good thing to have as a realist creator is to have a mantra, something that when because we believe that we're going to get to a point in our life where fear is going to go away, where we will have arrived and there will be no more fear. And the only place that's going to happen is when you're dead in the grave. Like legit, that's when you'll have arrived and there will be no more fear, right? And so there will never be a place, no matter how successful we become, that fear is not going to be part of the next step because fear is part of creation because it's doing something new. It's doing something that hasn't been done before. That's why you're creating, right? So we have to acknowledge, and this is part of what I talk about in the choosing fun in the face of fear that we'll do at your seminar, is how do you work knowing, how do you create knowing the fear is never going to go away? We want a quick fix. How do I get rid of fear? That's ah, not going to happen, right? And we can train ourselves to be able to work through that. But if you're in that place of fear, what, how do I then take that next step without the judgment and, and having a mantra, the reason why a mantra is so important is that as that fear starts to creep into your brain, you have something to say back to it. So this could be a biblical scripture of a promise that God gave you. This could be what, a Buddhist saying that connects you with the world and the universe. This could be your own affirmation. It, it doesn't matter where it comes from, but something that when fear creeps in, You shut that voice up with what you say back. I think that's super, super powerful. So one that I use, well, my daughter's a cancer survivor. She was three and a half when she had cancer. And she had a high risk stage four cancer, had a very low survival rate. And talk about, again, fear coming in all the time of, oh my gosh, my child's going to die. My child's going to die. And so one thing I would say to myself um, over and over, and it's become a mantra for life is, well, why not me? I would think somebody's kid's gonna live. Somebody's kid's gonna be the miracle medical thing that the doctor's like, I don't know, right? Somebody's kid's gonna be that exception. So if someone's going to be that 1%, 2%, 5%, why not me? And so if you, and so I would encourage anybody that if you have a dream in your heart to create something, to build something, to make something, to, to bring into the world, that is really your gift. That is God saying, like, this is why you're here. You are the one who is meant to do that. Not this person, but you. That's why the dream is on your heart, right? Like there's that great meme that goes around. It's like the call about your dreams. It wasn't a conference call. It was just a call for you, right? It doesn't really matter what anybody says. And if somebody is going to do that, if somebody is going to be the first person, if somebody is going to be the one who breaks the record, if somebody is going to create that amazing thing, why not you? Why not you be that person? Somebody's gonna do it. Why not you?
1: So, so powerful and so beautiful. I'm just so amazed at everything that you've poured out into those who are really wanting to plan and achieve what it is that they hope to accomplish and to create fearlessly. When I think about the fact that, of course, as believers, we recognize there's so much power in what we say. We have the authority being made in the image of the master creator to speak these things into existence. And I wonder how many of us don't even take the time to speak life into our situation when we're coming across these fiery darts and circumstances that are meant to really build us up to become better. And some of us see it as a matter of it bulldozing us or getting us to a place where we don't want to be. But in essence, it's building us up to get us to where we need to be. I just love, love, love how you've broken that down for everyone here today. Speak life, speak those affirmation. And I love that you touched on your presentation because this idea of fun, of course, we have the risk factor and the fear factor, but how can you really choose to have fun in the face of fear? Is there anything more that you want to give a sneak peek on from your presentation? Well, yeah, I'm really
0: excited to Guys, take this because what we're going to be talking about is the different types of fear. And what I have learned, and I, I talk a little bit about this in my TEDx talk, and it doesn't have anything. My TEDx talk is about choosing fun in the face of pediatric cancer. So this is really different than what we're going to be talking about, but some of the concepts are the same. Is that what research shows is that one of the ways to combat fear is to create a sense of control. That when we feel like we have control, even if we don't, if our brain thinks that we have some kind of false sense of control, that allows us to face fear more effectively and that we will do things that we are afraid of that otherwise might stop us if we can kind of trick ourselves into feeling like that we have control. And so what I, so when my daughter was going through cancer, one of the things that I used to kind of fake control was I chose fun. And I believe that fun is really life-giving because we talked about all the horrible things that happen to your body when you're in fear, but there's amazing things that happen to your body when you're smiling and when you're laughing and you literally are giving life to your cells and to your body when you laugh. I mean, there's all of there's over 2,200 medical studies about the power of laughing in medicine and that we never really talk about it. It's crazy. So as I started to research this, I'm like, oh my gosh, why is nobody talking about this? And so there's so much power in having fun because we're also, you know, we're not really wired to work, right? I always say we're wired to win because we like to win because that's fun. We're wired to have fun and to have pleasure. We move away from things that cause pain and we move towards things that give us pleasure. And so when we can use fun and pleasure and all of that in our work, it'll make us want to work. We'll be enjoying it. So we're going to be talking about how do you kind of create some fake control in your business, in, in your life so that you're not stuck in this fear. And we're going to be talking about, I'm going to teach you how to use so that you're not stuck on the judgment piece. Of well, what if some what if somebody says no? Or what if people think I'm crazy? Or how do you work through that? And just using a lot of the techniques that, that I used in my business for myself, but then this is also, you know, what I, I coach people to do. And again, it's very much a choice. You know, you choose how you're going to show up. And when we have these thoughts and these fearful thoughts, I think we can stand at least and acknowledge that those never come from God. Those come from an enemy that wants to stop you from bringing your gifts to this world. And I think we often discredit the fact that you you alone are so significant because nobody else has lived your life. Nobody else has your perspectives, Nobody else has had your experiences, has your points of view. And so when you silence your voice, you really take all of those gifts away from the rest of the world. And if you are given a spirit to create, it is because of what you have to create is significant and needs to be out into the world. And it's really no longer about you and what you want to create. It's about the gift that everybody else that we all need because of who you are. And so standing in that knowledge that there is something so much bigger working in your life if, you, if it was not meant to come to fruition, it would not be a dream. And truly, I mean, think about that. If you had a deep, deep desire, a deep vision, a deep dream, but you were not going to have the resources, the means, the tools to create that, like how horrible would God be, right? Like that would be a self-imposed prison. So we have to acknowledge that if we have a dream, even if we don't know how it's going to happen, even if we're not sure how we're going to create it, we don't know how those resources or, or opportunities or people or, or tools are going to come about, that we show up. Saying I'm willing to create, I'm here and I'm trusting that the universe is gonna send those things to me. And maybe that's just being part of Stacey's Fearless Creator Program that you're gonna get those tools and those resources just because you showed up here, right? And you're gonna go, I didn't realize I was gonna learn that or that's exactly what I was looking for. Like we just have to be willing to go forward. The universe has your back. Like it wants you to win. It wants your gifts to be seen and to be heard. And we all need what you wanna create. Like we need that.
1: Amen. So powerful. And I know as we've been spoken into this idea of showing up, taking the risk and learning so much, even from this presentation, this talk here, which will be in the podcast episode and we'll intro a bit the presentation that you're gonna go into. I want everybody to make sure that they check out this amazing presentation. I know they're gonna leave even more inspired. And we're we're beginning to hit the tip of the iceberg here. I'd love for you to share also the freebie that we are going to be linking to at the very bottom of this the presentation that you will be sharing of choosing fun in the face of fear.
0: Yeah. So you, I guess it's in the links below. I'm not sure where it is, but you are welcome. It's five days and we do a five day mental strength building challenge. And so every day you get a challenge that is to really build your mental strength because it's so interesting because I have been teaching this now for a decade that of resiliency, that resiliency is a muscle and we build that muscle. And our mental strength is what totally will be the foundation for everything else. But so fascinating. They just did a study that came out in like the last week or two that I've been reading. And it's, it's exactly about that, that they have found that resiliency is actually a, a buildable muscle. So just like working out at the gym, when you work out your mental strength, you get stronger and stronger mentally. And so often what stops us more than anything else is right. It's, it's what's in our head. That's what that trips us up before we even get started to get going to do anything. So if we can be mentally tough and mentally strong, that will affect how we create. And so you can join me for five days and every day be part of that challenge.
1: Yes. And it all really does start right there, right there in the mind. Then we move it to the tongue and we're saying these Mm -hmm. things. It's just so tremendous. So everyone make sure that you really tap in and take advantage of this incredible freebie and offer. And then on top of that, you're so generous, Tara, knowing that in our premium power pack, the fearless creator power pack, you've contributed an item that's normally $97 and they're able to redeem and have access to. And I'd love for, you to share more detail about this incredible training. Yeah, I'm super
0: excited about this. So it's a webinar on how to build a community. Because there's super, super power in building a community. And that could be you you have a business and you're trying to build a community within your town and with your clients and you want to create a a community around that. That could be um, a Facebook group that you're building or a clubhouse club that you're building or an online community that you're wanting to build. A lot of times creators create community. And I didn't realize, so when you talk about, Hey girl, you can, I, I got onto Clubhouse and we're now at 35,000 women, but we grew, we had in less than 45 days, we had 10,000 people and people were going, oh and this was before there weren't even as many people on Clubhouse or there is now there. So people were going, what are you doing? What are you doing? And I thought, well, I don't, am not really doing anything special. And then as people started asking me questions, I realized actually I was doing a lot of things very intentionally. But I had been doing them for so long that I no longer realized that other people didn't do that. You know, when you just do something that's so natural to you and you're like, doesn't everybody do that? And so I've built in-person in networking communities. I've built Facebook groups. I've then built a clubhouse group. And so everybody everybody's saying, teach us, teach us what you're doing. So I created, you get a 22-page workbook. It will walk you through all of the things that you need to think about and strategize ahead of, if you have not built a community, and if you have a community but you're finding it difficult to get people engaged, to grow the community, and more importantly, to get other people to refer their people to your community. All of this is going to help you restructure so that people will want to be at your community. And let me just tell you from as a creator. My first Facebook community that I created was back in like 2009. A friend, this was before they even had Facebook groups. Nobody knew what a Facebook group was. My daughter was going through cancer. She said, I'm going to put people in a little Facebook groups so you can write in what you're doing because I didn't want to put it publicly. And we grew to like a thousand people pretty quickly. And, and again, this was before Facebook groups. So a thousand people, people were like, I don't even know what a Facebook group is, right? That community, literally years later, when I was writing my book and I had, I was putting my life back together. I had no money. I had enough money to like support myself, but not pay for editors and graphic artists and, and all of that stuff. And I thought, well, I'm not going to write this book, right? And everybody kept saying, and again, who's in your life who's saying this to you? You need to create this. You need to create this. And I was like, I can't. Do you know that it was my community that came together? We did a GoFundMe and within one month, the entire book was funded. And that is the power of building and sustaining a community. And most people think of it, a community as an audience, and that's not what a community is. So you may have been working from a place of an audience where I'm the speaker and I'm all these people in my audience, but that's not community. And when you learn this shift and you learn how to build a community That is where all of the power is. And so I'm really excited because anybody who's part of that is at the pro pro package will get the um, hour-long webinar and the workbook. And so you will be set up to really... build yourself an amazing, amazing community, whether that's in person or online or wherever you're building.
1: Yes. Oh my word. Thank you for sharing your gift with us that you've packaged and you've put so much love and care and thought to. And I mean, it's just so beautiful to see the impact that you are having. I've had an opportunity to be a part of your community as well. And everyone, the excitement that happens when we talk about podcasting and other things and just really knowing the impact that is playing a role for eternity in someone's life because you're so intentional. And so I know you're the best person to learn from when you're getting ready to build out your community and be intentional about the growth and the impact that is possible. So we definitely want to make sure that every listener, every viewer, you take advantage of this bonus that will be in the power pack contributed by the one and only Tara. Thank you, Tara. I can't see. Yeah.
0: And if you, you know, if you guys take it and you take the webinar, like please message me, DM me on Instagram. I want to hear about your community. I want to hear about what you took away from it. Like, please reach out to me. I would love to hear what happens when you have these tools.
1: So, so amazing. I want to go ahead and thank you so much, Tara, for your time, your expertise and your talent and treasure. Of course, the theme for this conference is use your gifts, be fearless and profitable. And I know people are walking away wondering even how it all ties together, knowing that it starts from here and then recognizing that you have to Take those risks and you have to be willing to plan and to show up for yourself and for your community that you've been blessed with that really has been drawn to your message and what it is you're putting out there as your gifts. And so that is just the beginning step of really getting to a place now like you did, Tara, where you were able to launch a book and even monetize the funding of that to even become profitable and reach further. So that is how we're able to really equip others who really want to fearlessly create, use their gifts, be profitable, and of course, fearless. I'd love for you to share any last words that you wish to share with our audience. Oh,
0: I just, I so thank you for giving me this opportunity. And that I guess today, like every time you think, oh my gosh, and you become aware of that little voice that comes into your head, that starts to judge you, that starts to create fear that you speak out loud, boldly against that voice, whatever that mantra is that you become and that you start to speak that into existence, make it into your existence and then the rest of us will get to see it into existence.
1: So thank you for letting me be here. Thank you for accepting the invitation and for being here, sharing all this incredible information so freely, everyone watching, be sure to head to the resources that of course Tara has made available to us and has mentioned and take note of the action steps, the thoughts that you can really put into effect right here, right now. And so that you'll be able to grow to use your gifts, be fearless, and profitable. Thanks for tuning in today and I would love to know what are your takeaways from this episode as we're always here to equip you to fearlessly create. Have you ever wanted to write a best-selling book or launch and monetize your own podcast and YouTube channel or build a profitable business around your passion and purpose? The Fearless Creator Summit is coming to you September the 8th through the 10th and will provide tracks, speakers, and bonus tools to equip you to do it all one platform at a time. And oh my word, are you in for a treat from our sponsors? And the giveaways are just absolutely incredible, if I can say so myself. We just wanna be able to equip you to do it simply use your gifts be fearless and profitable is our theme we're so excited to have this summit coming to you and we've been planning it for months now to gift you what you need to be profitable in your business as a content creator fearless creator so what are you waiting for go to the fearless slash summit and we'll see you with all of our fearless creator friends and family community members we can't wait to see you there and also if you want to while you're waiting check out all the other incredible episodes from a lot of our fearless creator summit speakers and you can see all of the features and behind the scenes footages as we get closer and closer and throughout when you go to our instagram page at the fearless creator with an s don't forget the s we're all in this together see you all again very soon until next time equipping you to fearlessly create